I am pissed at MacBooks, Ben. Why is it? I'm why trying, today? I'm trying to hook up. I I bought another monitor, and nice. I was trying to figure out a dongle situation for having two external monitors hooked up to my MacBook, and it's a real what bitch. MacBook? Uh, MacBook Pro, 2019, 15-inch. Dock. Yeah, I have to buy like a $200 Thunderbolt dock instead of a oh, yeah, $50 do. dongle that I can buy with Windows. Like yeah. every Amazon, like, you know, Chinese company selling one of these dongles, they've gotten so many complaints that after the image of the dongle, the first image is like an infographic. No, Mac. That's like, yeah, it's literally Windows and like three different displays, it's like up to three displays, exclamation, and then Mac, and it's just a big X, and it says only <laughs> one display. Yeah. yeah, the Thunderbolt shit is kind of weird. I don't like it. Yeah. But, you know, we'll get there. You just got to wait for Europe to mandate it. Yeah, oh, they right. did on phones this year, so yeah. here we go. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Welcome to Roman Cinema. Uh, this week, I am joined by my... What was that? Sorry. <laughs> One more time. Hold on. Are we starting over again? Fuck you, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work there anymore. This episode is brought to you by... Fuck you, Apple. But also, fuck Windows and Ubuntu. So, you know, can you That's really true. win? I mean, yeah, last time I was pissed at Windows because my laptop literally locked me out of itself. Destroy. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Roman Cinema. We're back. We're doing an episode, uh, another horror movie. We'll talk about that called Barbarian, uh, and then we're gonna play a game called Two Truths and a Lie, and we're gonna talk about movies and shows we'd recommend for you to watch. This week, I'm joined by Nate and Jake. Nate, how you doing, buddy? I just can't handle the fact that we did a podcast two weeks ago. We're doing another yeah. podcast today. This kind of well, regularity the good, in my life. The good news is we probably won't do another one until January. So <laughs> we'll get back to we'll do a year recap and then we'll start up again. All right. Um Nate, Jake, how are you? I'm doing good. I can't complain. Nice. Uh until That's we good. start talking about the movie and then I'll complain. Bruh, I'm with you. Oh, what a role reversal. I'd... Wait, am I the person who likes this movie the most? Yeah, I hated it. Oh wow. All I right, have so many I mean, of my like movie friends clear. tell me so many good things. My my position is that I didn't hate it. I'm not like I'm not gonna. Take that that's the other high side. praise from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it's so confusing. Oh, this movie didn't send me into a depression where I hated movies forever and never <laughs> wanted to watch another one. So you know, give it a nine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's talk about the movie. We watched Barbarian, which is now streaming on HBO Max. Um, it came out this year. The trailers were all pretty quiet. It was like uh, this girl goes to this Airbnb, and then uh, one of the Scars guards is there. And you're like, ooh, this is kind of creepy. And then they get pulled into a tunnel. And then there's another ad with Justin Long being a dick. And then he gets pulled into a tunnel. I missed that one. I had no idea Justin Long was in this movie. That might be part of I, why I'm more into it is because I was like so pleasantly surprised. I also I had no idea that he was going to be in it. I, I I think the fact that this movie is hyped up is like, don't know anything going in. The less you know, the better is a is a fault of the movie. I don't think that helps this movie because the reveal to me sucked and I saw it coming and I didn't like it. You saw the exact reveal coming? The minute the old guy was shopping in the grocery store, I was like, oh, it's incest. Mm. And it, I, yep, 100% called it from that second on. I, uh, I, I, I'd agree to a point. I wouldn't say like that. I, I called it then, but I will say pretty much at no point in that movie was I like surprised. Surprised. Yeah. 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 I was, the first, I think they the did first a really attack surprised me. Yes. Like they it, did a great job leading the suspense up to that. Yeah. Yeah. The suspense built as she went down the stairs and then they found the other hallway. Like I was like, Oh, this is great. And then they revealed this like weird mountain lady with titties. And you're like, yeah. that's it? Like, I don't fucking care now. Like, it just was, immediately took me out. I was disappointed in that. I honestly was. Especially because I was so... I I liked the misdirect. Like, going into... Yes. I, I thought I knew what this movie was. I thought Scar's Scar was a villain. And up until the moment, you were questioning. 
like even as he grabbed it was like trying to lead her down into the tunnel i was like what is happening like it was shocking the initial reveal yeah and i think it it so a lot of the reviews i read said that this movie had something to say and it's saying that trust is something that you need to like re reevaluate because everything Skarsgård is doing is like what someone in his position would do, right? Like offer somebody tea and notice they don't drink it. Hey, I don't want to open this bottle unless you watch me, but it sounds creepy when you mention it, right? Like it's all the things that you're being told uh, as a person in society that like you need to be aware of. And it's like red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. When really he's just like following mm, See, maybe too I explicitly the rules. I didn't find the wine thing off-putting. <laughs> I agree. I, I think it was... That was actually because I really liked him there, and because I feel like that's that's what I would do in that situation. I saw a lot of myself in him there because like it'd be like because it's super awkward, and you're yeah. like, oh no, I swear, like I'm not gonna like murder you or anything. But it's like, how do you how do you you know? It's gonna be awkward trying to convince someone that you're not gonna murder them, and it's gonna yeah. come out yeah. awkward. And he did. I think he did everything right. It's just an inherently awkward he situation. Did. Yes, he did, 100%. It just, the way they presented it was really interesting because it looked like, he, like Nate said, it looked like he was going to be the bad guy. Like the whole beginning, you're like, oh, he's fucked up. He's in, he even has a line early on where he says, knock yourself out. And I heard that and I was like, ooh, he's Dahmer. He's got some Dahmer vibes going. And then they see the I, little thing down I, there. I never once thought that he was suspicious. Really? Yeah. Yeah, fr- 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 from beginning to end on that movie, I'm like, okay, whatever's, whatever's getting him in this house is not him. I, and then the op- the opposite of him is Justin Long, who is like this person who's like charismatic and like a movie star and all this stuff. But then he's like a rapist. So like he's the person you shouldn't trust when she trusts him immediately. I mean, granted, they're like locked in a basement together, but like yeah, I, I think has wants to go back for him and like all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like no, he's the one you shouldn't trust. The, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like the beginning part of the movie for me, I was like, I found it very, I thought they, it was interesting. They were very much like presenting it from her viewpoint. Like, yes, he was doing everything right, but I still felt an edge. Like she was still nervous mm-hmm. and very fair. Uh, and yeah. yeah, it was interesting just seeing like having to come from that mindset. Uh, <laughs> Awful. Yeah, it was. And, and the opposite of the the woman when the, the I don't remember the anyone's names in this movie, but uh, no. the bad guy, the the old guy, when he went into oh, the yeah. woman's house, and just like she she was very trusting. Oh yeah, she was ready. Yeah, the, that was uh, also you know throwback to what was that the eighty no. I, I Six, read it 60s, like the I think, 60s, 70s, 50s. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. So, you know, so we look at her and say, oh my God, she's so trusting. That was also a different time period where. True. You've, you know, it, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it was abnormal told... for her to be that. No, 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 no. I know. I just thought it was an interesting contrast. And yeah. Did not work out well. Oh, no. She, she ended up, uh, I think it was redhead outside the. No, what was it? There was a tape. God, they were so awful. No, they yeah. were. Yeah, there were tons of tapes, and they were all names. And then every once in a while, they sprinkled them with the names. Some awful thing that made you hate your life. Uh-huh. One of them was "Won't Stop Screaming." Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Was that. Yeah. No, I was, was obsessively disturbing. reading them as they went by, and one of them, like a couple, of them, I was just like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. They did really good with that. I do like the way the movie was shot. I think I thought having like creepy stuff happen in the background was always fun. Yeah. And like when she's approaching the door in the daytime, the homeless guy's like running up and you see him the whole time coming up behind her and you're like, oh God, and you don't trust him, right? It's yeah. just, it's like, don't go in there, don't go in there. Like you don't trust him again and you don't trust yeah. the neighborhood and like that thing. That one was really good, I think, with the immediate dramatic irony because like from outside the movie, you know what's going on. Like you knew that what that he was probably trying to help her but you still like they really sold it as like he scared her. Like you could see why it was so scary, even though yeah, especially seeing the neighborhood. That, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they sold the neighborhood before it too. Like it was quiet. It was like no dialogue for a good minute as she got out and was as she was driving up and looking at all the houses. Yeah. 
after the mm-hmm. woman she interviewed with had just said like be careful and they they really built up the built up to that moment yeah and it was cool to see it different than it was in the dark like because we showed yeah. there yeah. in the dark and you were like oh there's just some cars and stuff and then you see it's just dilapidated well yeah because i was thinking that too because you know, when she first shows up it's dark rainy she can't see and then uh it was the guy in the house too uh he's the first one he's like i don't know if you got a good look at things out there but maybe you shouldn't be out there alone and you're thinking you know okay whatever it's a rough neighborhood yeah but then it's not until she goes out the next day and sees it in the daylight and it's like oh my god this has been abandoned and run down for years yeah did you guys see the house immediately across from the street it just had death from below graffitied on it Oh, I think it's the nice. first thing in the light when she gets out of the car. It's like panning nice. around. It's just death from below. Yeah, cause it sounds like the homeless guy knows about this. Like the, yeah, he's trying the to community work. that's still there knows. Yeah. Except the cops. Yeah, another one, right? You think you could trust the cops and they don't. Well, some people think they can trust the cops. <laughs> I was going to say, not many people anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't help that at all. Um. They did feel like at moments they were trying to redeem Justin Long, which I like that they spun it and they didn't. Because for a bit there, I was like, why are they trying to make the ra- the rapist the redeemable character in this movie? Uh, I was silent. so disappointed in his speech. That yep. was the thing. I was going to bring that up as a positive point that I liked about this movie because I think there were, I, I think it was a couple of times that he has like a fake moment of redemption where you think he's going to redeem himself. And then he just digs himself further. Yeah, every and talks time. A big game. And, yeah, that's possibly my favorite mo- moment of the movie is when he has that big speech, and then she bursts through the wall, and he's literally gone. Like the camera turns <laughs> to him, and you see him running out of the room already. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, a lot of reviewers were talking about. Not a lot. A few reviewers were talking about how. They thought all the decisions that were made in this movie weren't horror movie decisions. And I put that in quotes. Uh, and I thought they were. I thought every decision she made at the beginning was fucking stupid. And that's, so that pissed me off. That's literally why I hate this movie. Is that I find the characters so unbelievably stupid. And they do all of the stupid horror tropes. Mm-hmm. And it's just cranked up to 11 and that's what I found myself thinking through this whole movie is this entire thing could have been avoided except every horror movie trouble. Oh, I dropped my cell phone. Oh, I my hands are shaking and I dropped the flashlight. Oh, I better go investigate this creepy place all alone. Oh, no one right. believes me. You know, it's just they just constant with the horror movie tropes. And I loved the premise of this movie. I think it's a super cool idea. Two people go in, you know, they get the double booked. I love that. There's creepy thing in the basement. I love that. It's right up until then, right up until they start exploring the basement. That's when it fell apart for me. Yes. I, I loved this movie until she accidentally got locked in the basement the first time. Oh. That's when the stupid decision started. Yeah. For I me, it was curious. when she decided to go down further after Keith, when he, the Skarsgård guy, when he got yeah. stuck. That was yeah, for me. I was he, like, nope, probably you're just stupid. Turn around and go get <laughs> help or something. Yeah, turn around, call anybody. It's it's interesting because I can see her, the initial, like, she finds a secret room. Yeah, that's creepy, but, like, I don't know. And then she finds the staircase, and she doesn't go down. She, like, she's out at that point, and she sits there mm-hmm. and watches it, like, I could, it, it sold me on, like, she's locked down there. She says no, but, like, you get bored. Like, try being locked in a room for a few hours. Like, you get curious. Yeah. The one that really did throw me was him disappearing down the stairwell. And I, I, I even bought it up to, you know, she's freaking out. She comes, like, we know what happened, but he has no idea what happened. He just met her last night, and she's, like, telling him this. And he's, like, I can't just go, like, running off into the night without like seeing what you're talking about. But I don't understand how he ended up at the bottom of the bottom of the, the staircase. That's where he must I'm have just like, kept going forward, right? Or you heard something yeah, probably and opened the door. But why, yeah, but that's that's where you Again, stop. stupid. That's yeah. that that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's that's where it crossed the line for me is like when he didn't come back, I'm like, all right, well that's stupid. 
Like, Keith, yeah. you deserve it. I think I think they're trying to show this like everyone was turning the other cheek to this neighborhood and to Detroit in general, and uh, she didn't want to be the person that does that. Like she originally saw the bad in Keith, and now she sees the good. So maybe she's trying to be like the best intentions and want to offer help. And I can see that, but also you can offer help from afar. Like you don't have to go down <laughs> yeah. the goddamn stairs and be a hero. I hated that. Or yeah, like at that point, just you call anybody and be like, "Hey, I'm in this super weird house. There's clearly a rape room and a tunnel." <laughs> I mean, just a heads up. To yeah, to play devil's advocate, she did try to get help and did not successfully get help. Which the, uh, the cops Keith, already turned her for, away for for Justin Long's character. Like when she went back again to save him. I don't know that I would have done it, but she seems to be just a, a good person. Well, didn't she? She hit she her with the, the car. Cops? What? She didn't go to the cops for Keith. Keith died. She got trapped. She escaped. Went to the mm-hmm. cops. They blew her off. She was trying to get them to go help Justin Long. That and that upset me that too. It. Like I get that, you know, that the cops were supposed to be this whatever. But come on, that. Yeah. I don't know. That that, that was uh, to me just another one of the horrible overblown, you know, horror tropes like if and 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 that situation, I get that she looked raggedy and all this. Yep. But if she comes out and she's like, "I was trapped in that house, you know, and and I was being kept prisoner, they're going to investigate." I I don't know, man. The Dahmer, like in actual in real life, right? I was even saying only like, only if they saw Dahmer recently, they'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to be that <laughs> cop in fifty years." Yeah, Dahmer had like a sixteen-year-old boy run away, and he he talked who was like already drugged up, naked, ran away in the middle of the street, and he talked the cops into letting him stay with him, and he killed him that night. Like, cops aren't, you know, good all the time. Fucking cops. It's a bold statement. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, calm but down, calm down. I think, I think, I think that just shows again someone turning the other cheek, and like I think the cops probably look at that neighborhood as like a lost neighborhood, and they don't want to be in there. Like I think there are places like that, and they say, every yeah, "I heard there was a monster person, in this neighborhood." Every crazy homeless person comes up to us and says this, and they're sick of hearing yeah. it, and they've never seen anything about it because they don't go there at night because they never will. And yeah. yeah, yeah, it's turning the other cheek. So that, sure, it's interesting. People don't. Um, some out. interesting. Some interesting visual things I saw. Uh, Skarsgård, when he's putting the bed together, literally has the sheet over his head. It looks like a ghost for a minute. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's cool. that was that was nice little funny. Uh, the stuff happening out of frame is really cool. The door opening in the hallway was a nice touch, and the guy yeah. running towards her was cool. Um, I did write some notes. I put, I hope she gets captured at this point when she was going down the stairs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, honestly, the, the monster reveal for me took me completely out of the movie. I was like this I thought like it was I didn't I I don't know. I See, I feel I feel like it was necessary for this movie. To be that monster though? Well, I think to we, be what it because, added. Yeah, be, you know, because what they they wanted this monster was, you know, it, it's not out here trying to kill, it's trying mm-hmm. to to be a mother. Yeah, it was and, it was a victim of the the situation too. Sure. Like I, it it did really de, de, mystify, but also like defang the monster. Like yes, she was vicious, but like you knew she wasn't gonna hurt her at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I think just the build up to it, it felt kind of like Cloverfield build up. Well, know? yeah, it, it like, felt like a completely different movie to me, which kind of comes yeah. with the the cuts as well. Like you know, the monster reveal happens, and then you cut to Justin Long. Like my biggest thought from this movie, like when I finished it was like, I wasn't scared while I was watching it. I didn't really feel like a really scary horror movie to me, but it felt like it wasn't trying to be like, that's not what it was relying on. That's not what it was trying to do is just scare you. It was like trying to convey this like story about like rape and like the different ways that it happens and the different perpetrators and how they see themselves. Yeah. I, I didn't, it, like, I think, it didn't scare me, but I didn't feel like that was what it was trying to do. I feel like it didn't accomplish that 
very well and it also didn't accomplish the horror very well, which is maybe why it took me out of it so hard. Like it was so on the nose about the messages it was giving. Like nobody cares about bad neighborhoods and rapists always get away well, and like who do you trust? What I, what, and what I sort of took from it was like, it, you know, it was about who's the monster, because yes. the monster wasn't the monster. The monster was Justin Long and the, the basement dweller. I don't know his name. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know. So, so to me, that's what it was about. Is like, you know, oh, it's 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 not the original guy that you might suspect, and it's not, it's not the act. I mean, the actual monster did kill someone but yeah uh you know that kind of confused me too especially when she when she traps justin long uh because i'm like wait a minute didn't she just immediately brain the first guy like why why didn't she she explained in the movie that he like made her nervous or something yeah she was like yeah he rejected to say calm yeah Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, because he was. I mean, gone she did a show a little time. more patience to them than she did to to who, poor Kevin, with the hairy nipple on the fucking. Yeah. Oh god, bottle. that was the. the oh. She offered the bottle of the cobwebs. <laughs> oh, it's one of the worst things. Yeah, and I about lost it with that. Yeah. Um, but I, so I, do I feel think, like I think what but, you're saying. Like, I think most of the things were pretty on the nose, like. Uh, I thought Justin Long's performance was really good when he like is initially finding out and like getting frustrated, like showing his real character and then goes back into like damage control and like convincing himself that he's the victim. Mm-hmm. I thought that when he was like talking to his friend at the bar, that that part was like where he was getting on the nose. But I really liked how he kept vacillating between like, you know, just nonstop coming up with excuses for himself until like shit was actually real and then immediately like showing his true colors that part i thought they did pretty well and the talk the talk he had with his friend was really well done too like he thinks he's safe he's in this area no one can hear him nobody really knows who he is yeah he starts getting a little bratty yeah yeah yeah. and then he makes that phone call when he gets home oh that was rough yeah um to me uh, the, we talked with Hereditary about atmospheric versus jump scare, and I feel like this one tried to straddle both and didn't do either very well. There were moments of really good atmospheric, there were moments of jump scares, but I feel like it didn't really pick a lane. And maybe you both didn't find it as much of a like Nate said, it's not really a horror movie. Uh, well, the that, way it's that, actually built. Yeah, like that. That's it. I think it's not how it was built. Like basically up to the first cut when she runs into the monster. I thought they were doing pretty well with atmospheric. Like I thought it was yeah. very tense and blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as they switch over to Justin Long, like it just didn't feel like a horror movie to me anymore. It was just yep. it felt like a completely different thing. When they switched to Justin Long, I got Jordan Peele vibes. Like good Jordan Peele vibes. I was like, Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. When he was Where's like driving and yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then at the end it, it I wrote this down, it ended up feeling like a first draft of a Jordan Peele movie. That's what this movie is to me. Like, it's trying to say something. There's a little bit of horror, but it's just not really... I don't think it's figured out yet, and I don't yeah. think that's anyone's fault. It's just, this is as far as this movie was going to go. Yeah, it just, just could have... And like I said, I, I really like the premise of it. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that I like about the movie. It just just needs more polish. And yeah, then, because, yeah. you know, for me, like, maybe just some better writing of, okay, you can't you can't just rely on everyone makes the dumb choice and everyone drops the flashlight and drops the gun <laughs> and drops their phone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always I wonder. That, yeah. I, I think that's a struggle nowadays in horror movies. Cause it's a lot harder to be in a scary situation when everyone has a phone. So you always <laughs> have to figure out some way why your phone can't save you. Mm-hmm. Here's an easy one. You don't have service in a fucking basement underneath, you know, nine feet of concrete. Yeah. You don't need to drop the phone, right? Like, I don't care if you have a flashlight. That's fine. That's scarier for us because we get to see some stuff lit and not lit. Yeah, yeah, you get to like um, point out and and because it, it, you you see people in horror movies in that situation and because you always think like no move the flashlight here you know it's yeah. almost like tense because you want them to you're like you're being an idiot with the flashlight pointed at the right <laughs> thing come on especially if you see something they don't right if if you're yeah. made aware of something as the audience that they don't see oh that's so much like that's what I think they did so well in the first thirty minutes or so. They built that suspense, but then the decisions got dumber and they kept happening right after each other. And the reveal to me of like this lady was like, oh, okay, that's something. 
Mm. Yeah, that just kind of took me out of it. The more I talk about it, the more I appreciate it from like a filmmaking standpoint. But I, it's fine. If you don't see this, I don't think you're missing out on how much, you know. No, I mean, I, I think, still, like, I think that I avoid... agree with that. It's not like a must see. No, but I think people that avoid horror movies don't need to avoid this one. Also, yeah, I, I would agree with that. To gore, the the final gore scene is is pretty one of the more brutal ones. I've, I appreciate. Yeah, there's like it, Game but... of Thrones level score gore in here. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. The applesauce looking stuff coming out of where the fingers were. Oh, pretty fun. Yeah, that's that was brutal. <laughs> so, would you recommend this movie? I would recommend it. If you're not a horror fan, you want to like uh, feel what a horror movie kind of feels like, and that's about it. Uh, I think it was fine. Like, I think not it's, my favorite, I, not the worst. For me, I'd say if you like, um, you know, because there are people who like like real campy horror movies, and I'm not mm. saying that's what this is, but I'm saying if you're fine with that, then you don't you'd probably miss be able a horror movie. Be, yeah, th- yeah. Then you'd probably be fine excusing most of the flaws of this movie. Yeah, or if you like slasher movies, you know, like the '80s movies, like uh, Halloween and stuff like that, you might enjoy this. Yeah, uh, you might laugh at the monster. Uh, so maybe go into it with less less expectations about the monster. And we have ruined everything through this with spoilers, but I think you can still enjoy the movie. Yeah, if you're still listening to this recommendation, you're. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Better uh, than watching the movie. I mean, yeah. I didn't feel I robbed mean. of my time. I want to be clear about this. I, That's true. I, I'm not, I wouldn't like recommend, I'm not like, oh, you got to go see this. But like, I didn't feel bad about seeing it. I felt very misled. I felt misled from the, I only saw one trailer for this in theaters. And I really uh-huh. thought it was going to be like a thriller about this situation. Like, yeah, I was, I was more excited for the movie when I saw that trailer than I coming out of it i yeah this was uh because i'm the same i I saw the trailer for this in theaters uh and i was like oh this is gonna be cool it's two strangers in this house they're gonna not trust each other and there's because i i think the trailer that i saw i think that kind of made it clear that there was something already uh that wasn't the guy Mm, yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah so i kind of went into it thinking there's something in the basement that's not either of them yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I just thought they were gonna like, like, if if you would have asked me what I expected, like to like try to plot out this movie, I wouldn't have imagined them leaving the basement. Yeah. I would oh, them being that's an interesting down there, point. And like the rest of the movie was, I was kind of surprised when she went down and like she the monster like came out. Like I was surprised how quickly it happened because I was expecting them to spend the rest of the time down there. Right. It's either torture porn or. Dark light, flashlight time. Those are the two. Yeah, options. basically it, like running a thriller chase. Wh- well, yeah, and when you start tunnels. seeing all the hallways, I'm like, yo, yeah, basement, we like, la- like a labyrinth kind of thing going on. Oh, yeah. He where they're hiding. Like, and The homeless guy even said like there are worse things. She's not even the worst thing down there, which like. Which they were, they were hinting at the guy, which, yeah, was, yeah, that was the point. I think the filmmaker's point of the movie, but like I was expecting it to get the it to be amped up. Kind of what you said about the first draft, because like I appreciated the very end scene. I appreciated like mm-hmm. Justin Long's character uh, throwing her off. That was inc- that was amazing to me. Like that really made me happy. But the part between there, between the escape and that, like I could have totally missed. It was yeah, fine. It was fine. So so like yep. I feel like they wanted to get there. They had like this cool idea, and they wanted to end up at this spot where like he really becomes the bat, the villain and they just like, didn't flesh out everything else. There's a, there's a storytelling uh, rule. Well, not rule. I don't, there's no storytelling rule. There's a storytelling idea that uh, Trey Parker has from South Park. He's speaking to his NYU class on YouTube and he says, uh, if you have beats in a show or a movie, a lot of people want to do this happened and then this happened and then this happened. That's boring. And I feel like that's kind of what happened at the end there, right? They get out of the house and then the girl's missing and then they're helping the homeless person and then this, right? 
the right way to do it is this happened, but this happened. Therefore, this happened. Right? They need to tie together more than yeah. just be like a series of events happening. And yeah, I think that's what more took me out of the story was it just felt like a series of events. Yeah, the, the homeless guy felt like literally like a checkpoint and an exposition dump at like the climax <laughs> of your movie. Yep. They kind of want me back oh. with her bursting through the wall, but only yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It was funny, but it was not, was worth, good not worth the exposition dump. No, that was a nice pop. Oh, she never gets through here. Pop immediately. Like, yeah, that was good. Uh, do you all have drinks that you would pair with this? Oh, I didn't. It's not on the sheet. I forgot. It's only I... in the title of the show. So I just think any drink that people hype up a lot and they try it and you're like, eh, like Long Island iced tea or a Manhattan or an old fashioned, like whatever drink is to you that you heard about a lot and then you tried it once and you're like, eh, okay, it's fine. I don't need to have that again. That to me is this movie. Isn't there a, they have a drink for a buttery nipple, right? Is there a hairy nipple? <laughs> Slippery nipple? Fuzzy, fuzzy navel. A fuzzy navel, yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll do fuzzy navel. God. <laughs> fuzzy nipple. That's that that is the scene from this movie that will stick with me forever. Is that hairy fucking not her, baby not her force feeding him? I know, yeah. No, worse. that was fine. That was fine. All right, so uh Barbarian. Maybe check it out. There is a That's drink called the fuzzy nipple for the record. Oh okay. all right, we're in. That's the one. <laughs> Fuzzy nipple. Uh, orange juice to Kuiper, peach tree schnapps, and triple sec. That doesn't sound that bad. Good, that sounds a lot. Yeah, triple sec bad. and orange juice though. What's that? Triple sec and orange juice. It's a lot of orange. Triple sec, orange juice, and and peach schnapps. A lot of orange. I mean, we used to do just what peach schnapps and uh, and vodka. Uh, oh, vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for PTOs. <laughs> Ugh. I was I was telling that to a coworker the other day. I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, no, I swear it tastes just like." And I'm like, "You can't really tell people that without them thinking like, God, you're an alcoholic." The hell's wrong with you? Hey, we was were an college. alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, we grew up, all right. Yeah, I uh, well, I was tailgating back in the day, and I didn't know that uh, not your father's root beer had booze in it. So I was just like putting that as a mixer with with whiskey like it was like american honey with not your father's root beer and i was slamming those in like 16 ounce glasses i got so hammered that day and it was like a seven o'clock kick for the game seven o'clock at night and we started like 8 a.m i was just i think i was drunk at home over twice that day it was incredible i think i went to the game you sleep it off mm. first i yeah i yeah, think i'm gonna go take a know. nap all right i'm gonna go drink less booze apparently yeah, that was, you know, that's a good time. That's so, off to the game. This is called Two Truths and a Lie. I had a hard time figuring out how to do this, but I think I got it down pretty good. So, I think you're going to enjoy this. This is a game you can play along at home while you're listening. Uh, Nate and Jake are going to be our contestants today. I'm going to keep score, and there is a tiebreaker. So, the way this game works, this is another game where you both are going to give answers. So, be ready to not copy each other. B. Well, that is an option on the first one. Uh, I'm going to give you three things in film. They could be movies. They could be actors. They could be characters, whatever. And I'll give you a category that two of the three fit, but the third one does not. To get the point, you tell me which one doesn't fit. To get a bonus point, you answer a bonus question. Each one's different. Does that make sense to everybody? Do we, do we risk yes. anything? The bonus question? No. Okay. No. There's no negative points in these games, Nate. That'd be too sad. He's trying to bring everybody down. Yep, to his level. Just you, Jake. Marvel. We won't, call it Marvel won't, Depression. Won't stand for it. Have you seen Black Panther yet? No. Yeah, it I'm, sucked. No. no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, didn't <laughs> suck. It, was, it wasn't as. It wasn't as much. As, it wasn't what I was hoping for from Jared. Okay. Honestly, it was. I was disappointed, but it didn't suck. Okay. Alright. So Marvel. I have thoughts. You guys gotta go go see it. I I do want to. I heard Andor is good. Is that real? 
I haven't watched it. I kind of gave up on the Star Wars shows and haven't come back. Yeah, I heard that one's actually like less Star Warsy and more like story based, which I like. That's what you, that's what you I like hear. Rogue One. That's what the Star Wars execs want to hear. I like that Star Wars show. It's less Star Warsy. No, but I, I liked Rogue One because there were like actual tangible like things that could happen. I felt yeah. like to the main characters, and this is more off of that, so I like that. Anywho, all right, round one. I'm going to give you three movies. Two of them were released in the year 1939. Some call the best year for movies. What year? The movies are 1939. Sure. All right, don't. Whatever. You I'm reacting to the best, the best year for movies. Look it up. It's insane. It's actually insane. Yeah. Don't yeah, look it up whoever right now. Said, whoever said that died in 1956. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, they were all talkies. Was the best year for movies. <laughs> you could hear everything. It's like they were right in front of you. All right. The three <laughs> movies. Casablanca. The Wizard of Oz. Gone with the Wind. Which one of those three did not come out in 1939? Got my answer. Me too. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? Gone with the Wind. Okay. Nate? I think Wizard of Oz. Uh, both incorrect. It was Casablanca. Wow, we're good. <laughs> All right. Bonus point time. You each get to give a guess on this. What year was Casablanca released? No, when it wasn't released. 1937. Okay. 42. 1943. Damn it. That is so close. I'm happy because I know it stings more to be that close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let me Google this real quick. Oh, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. No. Uh, 1939 was the golden year. Uh, for movies, Wizard of Oz, uh, Gone with the Wind, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Wuthering Heights, Stagecoach with John Wayne, uh, Young Mr. Lincoln, other movies you've never heard of, but you've um, already gotten that category. <laughs> there are 19 films in the National Film Registry from 1939 more than any other single year, so that's why they say it's pretty good. Uh, the other years that people really like are uh, 2017 uh, was a good one. Let's see what was that one. The Last Jedi, War for Planet of the Apes, It, Meh. Uh, Meh. it? Get Out, Spider-Man Homecoming, Galaxy Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, A Ghost Story, Lady Bird, Baby Driver. Those are all pretty good. Baby 2016. Driver. Spider-Man yeah. and... What's Baby what Driver? Is that one? like Boss Baby, but... No, no, you driver? Know. Are you being sarcastic? Baby Driver's Jake? awesome. Baby no, I've never season. seen Baby Driver. Holy oh, shit. Oh, it's so good. Not sure what it is. It's really incredible. Good. Yeah, that was really good. Um, 2016. Um, Adam Driver's biopic. <laughs> I really want us to, like, after this, watch the first scene of Baby Driver. It's We're gonna. possibly one of my favorites. Uh, The Witch... 10, no, that's not a good one. 2007, uh, Juno, Born Ultimatum, Ratatouille, uh, Zodiac, No Country for Old Men, There Will Be Blood. That's a pretty good one. Uh, 99 was The Matrix, Toy Story 2, Tarzan, Iron Giant, Office Space, Galaxy Quest, Being John Malkovich. Damn, that's a good one. Um, 94. I'm um, learning that. These movies are pretty spread out. Every time there's like two movies, I'm like, all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are. 39 was pretty good. Anyway. Okay, so it's 0-0 zero, zero. <clears throat> after one, just Solid like we all thought. start. Yeah. Uh, round two. Two of these movies were written by M. Night Shyamalan. You tell me which one wasn't. Stuart Little. Memento. After Earth. I know the Which answer. one was not written by M. Night Shyamalan? Wow, I thought this was going to be a lot easier. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is one of my favorite trivia questions. One of these is written by M. Night Shyamalan. 
Wait, one of these but actually, is not two written of them by M. Night Two of them are. Right. My, my, one of my favorite trivia questions is that one of these happens to be written by M. Night Shyamalan. That's why I should have written gotcha. it. Nate knows the answer, he says. I hope you're wrong. Uh, that level of confidence is hilarious when you're wrong. I regretted it as soon as I said it. What's the, uh, <laughs> read through the options for me one more time, then I got my answer. I'd love to. Stuart Little, Memento, After Earth. Okay, I got it. All right, Jake, you were least confident, so we'll go with you first. Memento. And Nate. Yeah. Yeah, what? Memento. Oh, yeah, you're right. Memento is the one. Stuart Little was written by M. Night Shyamalan. I, okay, right? I thought that had that, to be like... That one was clearly a trap. Yeah. I knew After <laughs> Earth was, and also yeah. I know Memento is... Wait, wait, wait. Bonus okay. question I'm is sorry. who wrote Memento? Okay. Ah, uh, shit, I gotta remember his name, though. You're gonna feel bad. I, I have no idea. I'm gonna feel bad. No, I can do this. Oh, god damn it. It's 1 1 right now. This is to break the tie, Nate. Jake, no, do you wanna put I, a guess on? Can I just list all of his other movies? Nope. <laughs> damn it. Yeah, oh, you can try. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go game. ahead, give Jake a try. <laughs> you can do whatever can you want. Can we split it I'm if I jock Jake's memory? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going against each other. What's the point in splitting a point? Morale. Actually, yeah, so we can get a point on. Alright, alright, what do you think? I know that it's by the same guy who did uh now they're all leaving my head though. Shit. <laughs> all of these fucking it's like you are all, memento. All, all of his favorite movies. All of Ben's favorite movies. Uh who? Uh Inception. Mm-hmm. Uh Interstellar. Interstellar. It follows. Yeah. Um oh, what's a stupid name? Oppenheimer. He's a director, Jake, who also writes these movies. The Prestige. Abrams? No. J. J. Abrams. Jake. Interesting. No. They're movies I, I like. Remember. Are you giving up? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Do you want to feel really bad? I'm going to feel really bad. I feel like an idiot. Christopher Nolan. God damn it. Is the writer of Memento. Oh, he's the guy that did the second best Batman movies. <laughs> Behind the Batman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. S- side note, I thought of a really good uh, team name for bar trivia. Okay. Uh, the Schneider Cut Circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about that. And while uh, I'm in Omaha, we should go find a trivia bar. And just no, do don't even answer. Yeah, any I, I, I've been I've been doing bar trivia, and we are missing we are missing someone who knows movies and music. What about and sports? and and sports? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> run it up, dog. All right, that's great. We will do that. I'll be there Friday, tomorrow. Ooh, quick. Well, right. Saturday, but still. Okay, round three. Two of these actors are in the show True Detective. Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Colin Farrell. Which one was not in True Detective? Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Colin Farrell. I have my answer. I'm so mad. I was. All right. You read the first one. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay. And then you read the second one, and I'm like, I know which one it is. And then you read the third one, and I'm like, wait. (laughs) Fuck. I only saw the first season. And I'm bad with names. All right. I'm ready. Okay, Jake. What do you think? Farrell. Okay. Nate? I think it's Farrell as well. It was Owen Wilson. Yes. Yes. Now, for bonus points, there's two possible bonus points on this question. There are three seasons of True Detective. Can you tell me which season Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell were in? Individually. Two possible bonus points. Okay. I didn't say that. Oh, you suck. 
I'm just asking for each one. They could have been in the same season. I think I think they're both in season three. Okay. No. Vince. No. No. Shit. I'll what? Go back. Vince. Vince Actually? Vaughn in two. Farrell in three. Yeah. And Nate. That's what Say I wanted to three? change my answer to, but I'll stick with it. I. Right. I, I think right. Vince I just... Vaughn. Yeah. Go ahead. Vince Vaughn is in season two. Colin Farrell is in season two. Oh. So Jake gets one point out of that. So it's two to one I, after three I rounds. Said, I said both, and then I was like, shit, I think I remember Vince Vaughn being in the second one and partly why yeah. I didn't watch it. I second think one was not True great. Detective was the best first single season, season of a show of that I've ever watched and Incredible. didn't even watch a single episode beyond it. Yeah, I was going to nope. say, I, I say that, but I haven't watched any of it. I just it wasn't interested. Second one wasn't that yeah. good. Speaking of. Third one's fine. There's a, there's a movie with Colin Farrell coming out. That looks really Banshees of Inisherin. That one. I, I don't know how to say those words. Do you know who directed it and wrote it? No. Martin McDonough of In Bruges. I that was gonna be my guess. Is yeah. As soon as you said that with that voice, I was like, "That's Ben's In Bruges voice." I saw it when there was oh. it was only shown in yeah. four theaters. So no big deal. It was pretty cool. It was good. It wasn't as good as In Bruges or Seven Psychopaths or Three Billboards, but it was good. I think it's really great character work. That's what I'll say. All right. Number four. Steven Spielberg's made a lot of movies, but he didn't direct one of the following. E.T., Hook, or The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Which one of those three did he not direct? E.T. I'm I'm ready on this one. Hook and the curious case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, Nate, what do you got? Benjamin Button. Jake? Also Benjamin Button. Both correct. Now the bonus point is who directed Benjamin Button. Uh, Spielberg was originally attached to it. Mm. And then it switched to this other director who did direct it. I wouldn't have even gotten this, so don't feel bad. I wasn't going to feel bad either way. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> All right, it's three, two, Jake. Uh, anyone, nobody wants to give a guess? I wouldn't either. I want to give a guess. All right, go for it. Peter Jackson. Interesting. All right. Nate, do you want to give a guess? James Cameron. Nice. No. This is one thing James Cameron can't. James Cameron can. Uh, David Fincher. David that Fincher. was my second guess. Yeah. Yep. I forgot about it until you just said his name. I, even with the name, it's not ringing a bell. Yeah, <laughs> Fincher Curse. <laughs> He's done. I guarantee you've I've seen heard, a movie I've, or two. No, I was just saying I've heard his name. Fight Club. Yeah, there you go. Seven. Yeah, okay. Gone Girl. Zodiac. Social Network. I've seen one of those He's good. movies. Fight Club. Wait, yeah, I've seen Gone seen Girl, seven? but you've seen Seven. Oh, I've seen you Seven. I didn't, seen hear seven. I didn't hear yeah. him say Seven. Oh was yeah, that was great. Talking already. <laughs> All right, last question. Jake is up 3-2. If you tie, I do have a bonus. I do have a, a, a tiebreaker question. Round five. Which of these films did not win an Academy Award for Best Picture? Saving Private Ryan. The Lord of the Rings Return of the King. And Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Which of those three did not Win Best Picture. I'm ready. Okay. This one has two bonus points. All right. I'm not ready, but I have a guess. Nate, go for your guess. Saving Private Ryan. Jake? Same. All right. You're both right. It is four to three. Two bonus points are at hand. Uh, Give me the years that Lord of the Rings won and Birdman won. No. I, I have no guess Lord on of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, Return uh, of the King. If you get one right, Nate, you tie. Lord right. of the Rings, Return of the King, and Birdman. Okay. Uh, Lord of the Rings, 2013. I'll let Jake make okay. a guess, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give my guess for Birdman. You said 2013 uh, for Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I'm going to okay. guess... 2000 and... 
four. 2003, very close. Fuck, oh! Yeah, that was close. Uh, I almost went with three. That feels good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nate, if you get this one, you can tie. Birdman. Are you not going to guess, Jake? Oh, Jake's going to guess. guess. I I want you to guess first. For Birdman, I'm going to say... uh, 82. Okay. Wait, uh, do you know what? Bird- I've he never he heard doesn't of this. Know what Birdman oh, okay. okay. No, I've okay. never heard of this. I didn't want to guess it's because great. I didn't want Jake to to know and get just randomly guess close enough to to my guess because I'm gonna get it within two or three years because <laughs> I know that we went and saw it while we were at UNL. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but I'm trying to think if it was like grad or not. I'm gonna say 2012. Oh, 14. Fuck. 2014. Jake is the winner. Well done, Jake. Carried well done. by Lord of the Rings trivia. True. You know, you take it any way you can. Uh, the tiebreaker was going to be name movies nominated for Best Picture back and forth until you cannot name one. We will not do that this yeah, step. I'm glad we didn't have to that, honestly. It's yeah, that, that would not have gone very far. <laughs> there's a lot, though. You'd be surprised. Okay. Thanks for playing, everybody. That's why it's so uh, at home. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be funny though. Is what I'm saying for me. Yeah, Wally. Wally was not nominated. Let me see. Wally was not nominated. Not even Rigged. nominated. That's a for best picture. Tragedy. It's embarrassing. It is. Okay. Recommendations. My recommendation is Banshees of Anishirin. It is out now. Wide release. It is fun. Want to claim partial oh, credit? I recommended that, not knowing you'd already seen it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. It's a good character story. The dialogue is incredible. The story is... Uh, it's a slow burn, but I really enjoyed it the more I think about it. Nate, what's your recommendation for everybody? I recommend that you lower your expectations before going to see Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> safe, uh, safe for any Marvel uh, movie, but especially yeah. that one, it sounds like. Uh. Sex Lives of College Girls second season just got released. It's really mm-hmm. good. Okay. Uh, Mindy Kaling. It's great. Oh, uh, it is her. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure HBO it's Max. College. Yeah, HBO Max. Cool. We watched the first episode tonight. It's really good. Still, still, nice. still delivering. Hell yeah. Jake, do you have a recommendation? Uh, mine is a repeat of one, but I just rewatched it. Uh, Warrior, because they're Ooh. they got uncanceled, they got greenlit, and they finished filming a third season. So first two seasons are on HBO. Uh, awesome kung fu action, written by Bruce Lee. I believe maybe I'm misremembering that. I know he had something to do with it. Like me, Bruce. Yeah, Lee? we need a. Can we get a CNN fact checker on that? <laughs> No, it's serious. Uh, goes dark. Uh, based on the writings of Bruce Lee, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, where can you find the? Jake when's the third season? Baby Driver. Uh, it's all on HBO Max. Dope. Okay. Right, cool. HBO Max subscription. Yeah, best one to have. All oh, right, everybody. I did watch. I don't oh, know. No. I watched uh, Werewolf by Night. It was, oh yeah. It was interesting. It was, it's worth a watch. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. Alright, good to know. Thanks everybody. Uh, we probably won't be back until the start of the new year, but we'll be ready and raring with some good movies for you coming next year. Uh, we have some good plans for doing this as often as we've been doing it now. And I'm going to sprinkle in some other special guests. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Uh, enjoy your rum. Enjoy your cinema. We'll see you next time.